Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Good morning, folks, and welcome, everyone. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com, on the Variety Channel, hosting the lead technology show, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technology, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or Noon East Coast Time. We're on on several times during the week as well. You can catch us on Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, both mornings and evenings. I'd like to start off by, of course, thanking my audience. Uh, We keep uh, increasing our numbers, so we must be doing something right. Uh, I appreciate your listening to our show, and I believe we're engaged with the right topics. Uh, Alex and I had the opportunity to go to DARPA's 60th anniversary, uh, celebrate their birthday, and I can tell you honestly that some of the topics discussed for the future we have just touched on on the show, so that made me very happy to know that I'm going in the right direction as far as where future technology, innovation, and science is leading us. Uh, As a reminder to our audience, the purpose of T3 is really to integrate the scientists, the engineers, the innovators with the non-techie folks, and we try to keep the conversation light. We don't get too deep in the in the techie uh, uh, side of the house because we want to make sure everybody understands the topic and and especially uh, able to go to your uh, internet and Google the topic that you wanted to uh, have uh, and learn more about it. Uh, more importantly, it's a discussion. We want to keep you abreast of what we're doing. Uh, to keep our audience involved in the T3 show, of course, call 866-472-5788 or email me at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Really appreciate your questions. Uh, today's show is about innovation and technology, impact achieved. And the reason I say that is, as I said earlier, we uh, Alex and I had an opportunity to go to DARPA's 60th anniversary, and to be honest with you, sat there for the week and just listened to the future technologies. We talked about DARPA last week and the uh, the opportunities and the technology and the and innovations, and more importantly, the disruptive technologies they bring to the table. And disruptive technologies just changing the mindset, the way we do things, starting over, creating new jobs, creating new scientific fields. That is what disruptive technology is all about. And we had the opportunity to sit there last week and listen to these uh, futurists, really, and tech developers. Uh, DARPA has always been a significant innovation machine and uh, ambitious in their technology. If it's hard to do, that's a DARPA project, and we talked a little bit about that. So let me, for those of you that did not uh, get a chance to listen to last week, I, I, let me just give you a quick highlight of what is DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or the ARPA. We all know it as the ARPANET. But anyway, ARPA started uh, at the height of the Cold War when the Soviets uh, gained really military and technological superiority by launching the Sputnik in uh, October 1957. 16 weeks later, Secretary of Defense Neil McElroy, uh, under Eisenhower, 
directed the creation of ARPA, or Advanced Research Project Agency, in February 1958. In 72, the agency uh, added the D so, so that everybody understood that it was a defense research uh, project agency, and that was critical. Uh, DARPA's uh, current uh, director is Stephen H. Walker, and he is the 21st director. And of course, DARPA's mission and the reason and the purpose it was conceived was to develop and demonstrate breakthrough technologies that create or stop technological surprise. So never again did we want to see another Sputnik event. Uh, Today, let me just take a moment uh, because I have to reflect a little bit. Uh, Today is the 17th anniversary of 9-11. It's something that... uh, uh, I was not. I was in Germany as a kid, so I don't remember these special dates like uh, uh, the, the murder of uh, President Kennedy. There's certain things I don't remember. 9/11, I don't remember. I was in the Pentagon at that day. I was escorting some folks around, and and when the plane hit, uh, it was quite a traumatic event. Uh, if you've ever been in the Pentagon, the quarters are about 15 feet wide, and you've got a herd of military members running down, and we don't panic easily. And so the plane hit on the left side of the building, side one, uh, where people had already evacuated or moved out because they were doing reconstruction. And that was one of the sides I first came to uh, to the Pentagon to work in. I was fortunate enough they moved us downtown, but that's the side the airplane uh, hit. So I, I have a special uh, remembrance because I could have been on that side if it would have been a little bit earlier or a little bit later. So uh, I'm surprised. It's been 17 years, is more importantly. Uh, I came to DARPA, went to work to DARPA in uh, the 1st of September 2011, and 9-11 happened 10 days later. So for me, that has a very specific and significant uh, emotional appeal, I guess, to me, because I ended up supporting the war of Afghanistan, Iraq, and so on by sending what I call silver bullets to our forces downrange uh, to, to attack, to, uh, to uh, destroy the enemy. Uh, the enemy brought uh, uh, the war to us. Um, most Americans' death happened during 9-11, at least on our shore. And so I, I take a moment for remembrance. Uh, we'll move on. This is a technology show, but I just wanted to uh, tell you about the significant impact. And and the reason why, because I ended up going back uh, to the uh, DARPA 60th anniversary with Alex. And we had an opportunity to sit there and listen to all six offices at DARPA. Uh, the Biological Office, the Defense Science Office, the Information Innovation Office, the Microsystem Office, the Strategic Technology Office, and the Tactical Technology Office. Talk a little bit about their technology. And I I, I must say, I have a very uh, wide smile because the subjects that we have been covering on our T3 program are exactly the subject matter that DARPA was talking about. How they were going to improve the technology a little bit more and how it, the technology was going to change the world. And uh, from that perspective, I was very, very happy uh, to listen to them. And of course, uh, we can go into specifics a little bit later, but uh, I'll just turn it over to Alex for a moment and let her comment a little bit about uh, where, where, what she thought of uh, DARPA 60th, uh, what she gathered out of it. And, and I'll say a couple other things. Alex. Hi, good morning. Um, so, it was actually a, a, a great event. 
it was really interesting. And um, one of the things that I, I was quoting with you, Jose, is that was that, wow, there's a lot of men here. <laughs> all gathered together a lot of geek men uh, but you felt like it was a very powerful place because you know for a fact that everybody around you it's so smart or they're doing at least something very important that next couple of years from now it's just going to be your everyday thing to do or probably just getting us safe out there so it was very very special to be surrounded by so many important people um, without even bragging about it they were just like regulars but <laughs> at the end of the day you know for a fact that They're very important, and they're working on something uh, behind those doors that will make a difference later on. So there was two major things that you thought about. There were lots of men. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there were older men because yeah. the, uh, there were a lot younger women coming along, and you can see Correct. the disparity between mm -hmm. the generations. Mm -hmm. And uh, that just shows you that uh, the emphasis mm -hmm. on engineering in the you know in the later days uh, is growing, mm -hmm. and more and more women are entering that. And more and more women, you know, the last two DARPA directors were women before Steve. Okay. So Artie and uh, uh, which is Dugan. a great thing to see because yeah. you could see a lot of young women. Uh, there, so it's it's important that you know we all. If you have the ability, you just have to do it. it doesn't yeah, matter if you're and, and the second thing I think you notice, or at least uh, one of my uh, Kate Amon uh, uh, referred to, there was a lot of doctors in the audience. A oh, lot, of course. You know, because of their <laughs> PhD, their uh, technical knowledge in the subject area. Everything. But, very smart. But one thing that comes out very clearly: very humble individuals. You couldn't Correct. tell. No, uh, not you know, at all. Just, Nobody was bragging about anything. They were just regulars, just like. Yeah. Whoever you're in the supermarket, and then at the end of the day, you know for a fact that yeah. they're very important people and yeah. working smart stuff. So. And so that's uh, those are the kind of three, uh, lots of men, but uh, you see the women coming. Mm -hmm. uh, second, uh, very uh, uh, very humble uh, beginnings, and Correct. even though they had uh, uh, impressive degrees and uh, and knowledge in certain areas, mm -hmm. and and then of course the ability to just chat and get along with everybody. With everybody. Mm -hmm. So that. That, to me, was very important. So let's talk about uh, what I learned more than anything else because I, I was really fascinated because, uh, you know, we've talked about several things in, in our program here. We've talked about, you know, smart homes, disruptive products. We've talked about driverless cars. We've talked about robotics. We've had a couple of space shows. We've talked about smart gadgets and phones. We talked about energy and the, and the materials. Uh, so when I take a list, and please, folks, uh, take an opportunity to go back and listen to our podcast. You can find them on the Voice of America Variety Channel and go to the T3 show. Uh, pick up uh, one of those, and we talk in depth uh, with, uh, with several guests uh, and uh, really highlight some of the things that we've been talking about. But what I was very uh, pleased with is how how much we had hit the mark as far as uh, at least in the area of technology. When I look at the biological technology office, you know, that is an office that is working on bio capabilities, both from, a, uh, you know, immunization. How do I produce vaccines in a rapid way? Uh, the artificial arms are in uh, prostheses. Uh, so all those things are being new and hopefully the cost of that uh, uh, that uh, 
device will go down because it's pretty mm-hmm. expensive right now. Mm-hmm. And so that is important. The Defense Science Office, as they talk about, you know, the frontier of computations and math and, and sensor capability, they talked a little bit about all that. And I was quite amazed uh, about the need for that subject matter to be talked about because it, it's very important to them uh, to reach out and understand uh, that in order to improve our lives. And, and the reason math becomes important, uh, as we talked about, and I'm still struggling with this, you know, when we had our space show, I go back, you know, just in the Milky Way, we have over 200 billion stars and we're supposed to have a hundred billion galaxy. I mean, those numbers uh, are just incomprehensible to me and more importantly I ran into a couple articles this past week as I was researching uh, for the show that uh, understanding big numbers is going to be a challenge you know for us and that's the reason supercomputers are important and we're talking about our Apple devices or uh, you know I've got an Apple phone therefore our smartphones are really almost like little supercomputers in our hands we just don't know it then the information innovation office they're talking about uh, you know the next generation computing, uh, the ability to get past Moore's Law because every year it doubles in the capacity. New materials there need to be uh, uh, invented and, and move forward. The microsystem office playing major role in, uh, you know, in, in wideband material gaps, phase array radar, high energy lasers. So all those things I started to listen to and that is just future technology and the, uh, you know, the uh, spectrum, RF spectrum because everything Evolves around the uh, the electronic spectrum or radio frequencies, and we've got so many other devices. Uh, the wireless communications that we have. The, in fact, if you go into your, I've said it last week. If you go to your iPhone or your smartphone, open it up. About, I would say, eighty-five to ninety percent of those products were started at DARPA. So that's the reason I'm excited about it. The Strategic Technology Office was critical on uh, the future uh, effectiveness of uh, of uh, really war and how we'll present it, speed, uh, the ability to uh, work the uh, f- the domains and, and move out on that, as well as uh, space technology. You know, we're going into space. We talked a little bit about that, and, and it's important to do that. And then, of, to- of course, the tactical technology office working on the, all the ground systems, all the robotic systems, and so forth and so on. And so that is moving very quickly to the forefront and and overall i was i was real pleased like i said uh we're talking today about uh uh, technology innovation, uh, you know, uh, the impact achieved. I really do believe. I, I, I go back to the driverless cars. There was another research uh, item that I saw today. Uh, Factoid, two more companies are moving towards driverless cars. So this is a momentum that's happening in robotics. Alex and I were talking about uh, some of the technologies we heard at DARPA and the ability to have a cyborg or a robotic uh, servant. Uh, if you, if you will uh, call it, uh, people are going to be pampered in the future. Uh, however, there's uh, uh, that's the pro side of it. The con side, everybody's scared about losing their jobs, and I always I always cautions people. No, the 
a job is taken, but I think two more are going to be created. If you think positively and get a good education in that field, because someone's going to have to program that robot. Someone's going to have to fix that robot. Someone's going to have to come up with the idea of what that robot can do. So those are all jobs. It just doesn't, you know, you're not replacing one for one. So uh, anyway, we've got another three minutes to go. Alex, anything else you want to add to this segment? Well, something that popped out and it was, it's very important that we're going towards too it's biomedics uh we got the chance to um meet his name is daniel levner mm-hmm. he's a doctor he's the chief officer technology officer of emulate with his it's a human emulation system hopefully we can um we've already been talking so probably we'll bring him to the next show uh and he will talk a little bit more about that but that's something also very interesting that's coming up in the future um so, yeah. Big play in the discussions there was space, uh, the ability to get to space, uh, the ability to continue on the uh, quest for automation, uh, distributive technology, that kind of stuff. Bio was a major factor that they played in, mm-hmm. uh, the importance of uh, biomedics. Uh, uh, the all uh, It's a new field. It's just, it's amazing what's where science is going in, uh, in the biogenetics uh, mm-hmm. uh, type of in field that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Then, uh, of course, uh, the... Just uh, not only making uh, uh, the super supersonic planes, but the ability to improve propulsion. Because we're going to have to improve propulsion if we're going to go into space. But the ability to travel here in the States within not hours, but minutes now, you know. So that's that's really what we have to do. And, you know, in the early days, it was days, days, months. Uh, to remember going to Europe, uh, my first trip on the boat, and it was like 15, 20 days to get there. <laughs> then, uh, you know, now we cruise it on the airplane, and that takes about five to six hours, depending, yeah, depending where, you're, where going, you're going, to. depending where you're going. Now, now the SR-71 crossed it, I think, within a couple hours. Uh, it was uh, New York to London. That's where we need to go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, as I uh, kind of wrap up this section, uh, we are talking about innovation and technology, impact achieved. This is Jose Negron talking today, tomorrow's technology show, the lead technology show on the Voice of America on the Variety Channel. And I'll see you in a little have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america Divorce or domestic family issues can take their toll not only on the adults who are party to it, but also to their children. Sometimes separation or divorce are far better solutions than staying around a toxic relationship. Now there's a show that listens and provides solutions. Listen for Reclaiming Your Life with host Don Christensen. In this program, we discuss family crisis issues which can happen to anyone. Divorce with dignity is possible, and working together can achieve wonderful results. Listen Tuesdays at 10 a.m. 
Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today. Tomorrow's Technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. Uh, you're listening to T3 Show. Our show today is Innovation, Technology, and Impact Achieve. Uh, I'm here with Alex, uh, my trusted assistant. Uh, we had a great uh, week last week. Uh, we attended the DARPA 60th. Let me just uh, wrap up or summarize what we talked about in the first segment. There's a lot of technology that's being uh, innovated. Uh, technology is springing forward. Uh, science is improving uh, the ways we're going to live. And so one of the largest or most creative uh, disruptive technology organization is called DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. We had the opportunity to celebrate their 60th birthday. It was created in 58, right after the uh, Sputnik event. And so... Uh, we're pretty uh, happy to go to that uh, that particular celebration and anniversary. I will like to summarize some of the technologies. We heard a lot about uh, uh, bioengineering, uh, biomedical, biochemicals. Uh, uh, it is interesting in that entire uh, biofield, uh, the progress that's going to be made over the next course of 10 years. Also, defense science, working uh, uh, various uh, material problems. And, and the ability to create and understand the mathematical computation. We always think it's over, but uh, new math is needed to go to new places. Uh, the Information Innovation Office, cybersecurity, microsystems and new devices, uh, Strategic Technology Office, of course, uh, a lot. How, how, from a defensive part of, you know, what are the products they're going to need for speed? Um, new aircrafts, new ground air um, uh, products, uh, uh, new cars or new tanks or new ships. Uh, so that's all important. The technology office, uh, all the uh, 
discovery in uh, jet propulsion, lasers, supersonic, and so forth and so on, space devices. So it was quite an interesting show. That's the recap for the 60th. I appreciate you listening. Now what I'd like to do is turn our attention really uh, to some of the things we're going to see that's going to happen in our future and why some of the past programs, at least our past uh, uh, Today, Tomorrow Technology podcasts are so important for you to go back and review because we really talked about uh, products and gadgets being enabled through artificial intelligence. New robotic capability is going to happen. Improved cyber defense, uh, commercialization, use of the radio frequency spectrum, the the launching of new robotics and rockets into space. Uh, It's interesting Interesting me, the microgrid and smart materials needed to continue to make um, items or or manufacture items for new in your home. Uh, finally, as I said, the medical breakthroughs are just tremendous. Uh, I was shocked and amazed every time I listened to those folks. The ability to graph someone's uh, I'm going to say energy cycle from their brain and convert that to energy so that a computer can see and read the ability to fly airplane just through your brain signals onto a computer uh, visualization tool. It, it was just fascinating to me to look at. So anyway, uh, I want you to take the time. If you have not done, uh, please go to Today, Tomorrow's Technology. Uh, we are on the Variety Channel at Voice of America. Take a look at our uh, past uh, archive uh, podcast and you'll discover a lot of this new technology. But today I want to move on and let's talk about uh, how this technology will impact us in the future and especially uh, a couple topics. Uh, Space to me is going to be huge. It's huge for the United States uh, as uh, the United States uh, Department of Defense has decided to start a space force. So you you can tell where that energy is going. Uh, the, you know, when tr- uh, President Trump talks about, uh, you know, rebuilding and making America great, I mean, we're going to have to rebuild a lot of our infrastructures. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this infrastructure is going to come out with new technology. And and so we're talking or the road systems, uh, transportation systems. We had a chance to talk to Alex uh, and uh, talk about uh, new transportation systems that are out there, as well as just uh, materials that we talked a bit, little bit about the DARPA's uh, innovating. So as we move forward, uh, this is going to be an interesting times. I, I, I sit here and I marble at some of the initial technology I saw this past week. I, I wish everybody could have attended, but you're going to see more and more of that technology come out. Apple's coming out with their new phone, uh, I think, uh, this week, and that's going to be uh, innovative products. Uh, lots of folks are coming out with uh, various technologies. As I look back at the strategic technology trends of the uh, 2018, we had artificial intelligence. We had apps and analytics. We had the uh, intelligent things. The uh, cloud computing has come up. Uh, so all those immersed experiences are happening right now. So it's quite interesting. The future technology is going to continue to improve as we move to self-driving cars. I, I've mentioned that numerous times that uh, the automobile co- companies are 
just had two more announced uh, this past week that they're entering this market. And, uh, you know, Tesla is going through its uh, controversy as far as commercial uh, automation and really trying to produce, mass produce. But self-driving cars, clean energy, uh, the virtual augmentation reality, the gaming industry. We don't talk a little bit about the gaming industry. I'll, I'll have to go get a guest on that. Mm-hmm. But that is increasing. That and is like another world. That's another <laughs> Yes, that is another world. It's an world. actual virtual world that we don't live at. <laughs> yes. Uh, the gaming industry is coming. Drones and flying cars, artificial intelligence, pocket uh, supercomputers. I tell everybody you have it right now. Uh, the cryptocurrencies, uh, blockchains, and high-quality online education. Please, if you don't do anything else, go get you a technical degree. Uh, get some education. And for those of you who are out there in my viewing audience, there was a lot of spat about work uh, today. You know, if you've got a job, be thankful. If you're working, no matter what job you have, I thank you because you're out there trying to make a better life for yourself and better life for your family. I know there was a lot of discussion about my job's better than your job. But look, you got a job. You do it, do it to the perfection and keep going. And then eventually you'll get those opportunities. But you got to be prepared for the opportunities that come. So that's that's all I'll tell you about education. We do, we have a lot of discussion on education during the, the program here because I really believe that you really need to be prepared for those opportunities. Let me just go through. It's kind of interesting. Um, and, of course, my my tactics is a little bit more of the uh, war concepts on new technology. It's not overly aggressive, but I've, I thought uh, it was interesting as I looked at the technologies invented during World War I, which was the flamethrower, uh, tracer bullets, uh, the air traffic control, depth charges, hydrophones. You know, it's kind of interesting because a lot of that technology produced in World War One was transferred to commercial industries, you know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting. And when I look at what we're trying to do today, uh, it is uh, interesting as well because uh, they're looking at future openings, nurses, uh, so the, the biomedical industry is working a lot on the exoskeleton to help nurses move patients around, uh, accounting, uh, you know, to the truck driver assistance. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, medical assistance. So there's a lot of work there uh, in uh, software engineering, uh, biomedical engineering, market research. So these are future engineering. If you're looking for an IT job, uh, here are the top 10. You got your machine learning engineer, your network analyst, security analyst, your cloud engineer, your app developer, your business intelligence, and your depth ops. So quite interesting. Uh, I know, Alex, you've been reviewing a couple of interesting items as well as future technologies and what's going to happen. What can you share with the audience today? Well, we always need to know that technology is all over your place. Uh, It doesn't matter if it's connected to wireless internet or is it bluetooth or or whichever um so even for example your mattress even your mattress goes through a full um technology process uh to make you sleep sleep better to get you rested um so for example there's a couple of items i have here um something so simple as the as the vacuum we all know for uh, the irobot 
the iRobot's probably the most common one. And everybody, mm-hmm. you know, because it was the first one that came out. Right. And um, you don't have to do anything. You just press the button and it's gone. It will do everything for you. So from from that perspective, there's a new product coming out that says uh, the name is Coral One Robot Vacuum. Okay. So it's a little bit different in the fact that you can use it both ways. Before, the iRobot is just, a, you know, it's a circle. Mm-hmm. It's small. And probably it's not that good for corners. Something like if you can't take it up to the um, to your shelves and things like that. Well, this new Coral One robot, um, it's good because it contains separate pieces. So you can detach them. And you have the regular, what we could see as an iRobot, and then a handheld uh, vacuum, which is something very good. And they're also making it last more on the battery-wise. Well, I'm looking forward to the the little iRobot for the ground. Uh, that's what I want to get. That's my next purchase. So keep talking. The next one will be uh, Tesla's uh, portable wireless charger. So we all know that Tesla is always working towards making energy better and to uh, making energy efficient. So taking it from solar energy or from whatever. So now they're making this portable bank uh that we've seen all around the place, mm-hmm. which people get to see, but now Tesla's also getting into that, which is good. And also, they having a portable wireless charger, so you don't need to charge um, with the cables. Well, the alternate battery, the charging capability, that, that's an open field market. I had an opportunity to talk to Andy Latham, a good friend of mine, and, and uh, the alternate energy feel is a feel that's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Tesla's heavy on that because of the electrical vehicles, and so that that is a market that will explode here in the next five to ten years, if not sooner. Exactly, because right now what we have available, it's our power banks, mm-hmm. but with cables. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Tesla wants to also take a little bit more farther away, and they want to make those portable chargers or even charger pads, which we already have seen some of those, but, you know, maximizing the energy, which is nice. Um, some of the other things that we have right now, and... Jose, you discussed about this, and we we both discussed it about the drones now making deliveries. Mm-hmm. So this is a new thing. It's called Dronamic Black Swan. Okay. A named aircraft. This drone. Where does that drone come from? This drone, it should come out by the end of 2019, and it will be capable of carrying 700 pounds of cargo wow. over 1,500 miles. Mm-hmm. By itself, it can be monitored via satellite, take off and land at small paved airstrips. So, and it will cost, of course, half of the cost of what a regular uh, cargo well, ship dro- will cost. Well, we had that discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I remember Tom talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about UAVs, uh, Amazon, talking about uh, drone delivery. There's been a pizza and beer delivered already. So those those all happening. Exactly. And if you want to listen to it, you can go back to our archives. Um, we spoke about that in February. Okay. So we can check out on our archives in February and, and listen to it, which was really interesting. And I think that's amazing. Here's one that is really cool. This one I like. It's called Zoom Zoom Custom Fit Apparel. So, what they do, this is a company (laughs) in Japan. You know the Japanese. Okay. What they're doing is, there is, they created an apparel that fits perfectly for you. How do they do that? 
The company uses a proprietary body measurement suit mm -hmm. that captures your precise measurements, which are then sent to the Zoom Zoom app. A 3D rendering of your body mm -hmm. will be then, you know, shape and ready minutes mm -hmm. to customize um, according to your style preference. You can do jeans, shirts, T-shirts, whatever you want to do. It's just like having your own pro uh, professional tailor. How cool is that? That's, <laughs> uh, no, that's that, that's getting back to the science. And in fact, if you're a recruit today, I think they do uh, laser measurements so that they can do it very quickly and get the exact. My only issue, because I like to wear baggy clothes, I'm not into <laughs> the perfect fit. So that's my con on that one. You know, but, but you can for tell those the people Japanese. who like to be. Very, you know, when your clothes fit you to the T, uh, yes. you know, that's, uh, it, it, you that's know, depends on the style. Japanese style. Yeah, true. It depends true on the style. True to that. And then something again, for example, Bose mm -hmm. is now um, bringing out speakers 500. So instead of just having Alexa, where mm -hmm. it plays music, because you have the availability to play Pandora or Spotify, whichever of these apps for music. Um, now Bose will bring out a home speaker powered by Alexa. So you get the chance to have an Alexa at your house, but with great speakers. So um, those are uh, a couple of things. We also have the Casper Wave, which is one of the mattresses that I was telling you about. Well, I just bought a, uh, a new mattress, and it, it is scientific. I mean, they yeah, make you lay down. everything around you. They made you lay down on the on this mattress. They took your, I guess, your body measurement, your weight, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and they measured your your from your back to each side, right side, left side. Oh, wow. uh, I, I don't think I got on my stomach, uh, but uh, <laughs> but the, what they I were doing uh, was measuring the, I guess, the weight or the indention in the mattress to see what kind of support. So, Ooh. and therefore they could tell which mattress you needed out of the, uh, you know, the 10 various types of mattresses that they had. So it was quite, to me, complicated, but uh, uh, it did take it some time. So, exactly. and that's just in, in mattress development. Let me just talk a little bit about uh, artificial intelligence. We've got a couple more minutes left. So, you know, the, the, the bottom line is all this technology is going to be needing new, uh, new artificial intelligence, uh, the ability to machine to machine, the ability to have digitalization, the ability to ingest uh, data, mm -hmm. and the ability to export the data into some sense of programming. Right. I personally, you know, the iRobot is one. Uh, I'm really t uh, toying with the uh, uh, the future cyborg or the robots. The Japanese are leading in that industry. They, in fact, DARPA had a large uh, uh, robotic competition, a challenge there, and I believe the Japanese uh, came in first on that. Uh, so, but that's going to be important robotics because as we go to space and continue to develop these uh, uh, these uh, satellites, uh, launch these satellites. So we've got about 30 seconds left. Let me just say that you're uh, listening to uh, the T3 show. Our topic today is about innovation and technology, impact achieve. Uh, it suggested if you're interested in any of these technologies, go back to the archive and take a look at America, uh, Voice America on the Variety Channel, T3, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Success doesn't come by chance. It's a decision to take a chance on you. Attending the University of Choice is a goal, but not a guarantee. Dr. Cynthia Colon offers you the formula of going from good, better, to best, and increasing those chances of receiving that yes to your dream university. Get the one-to-one attention every student needs to succeed. Tune into Destination University, live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. You're starting our third segment. Our discussion today is about innovation and technology impact achieved as far as what I wanted to make sure that our technology development has occurred. There's so many things that are happening out there uh, with new products and Alex can't wait to tell you about it. But let me just share with you that if you want to go to New York and attend the uh, Fast Company Innovation Summit up there, it's happening in October 22, uh, 22 through the 26th in New York City. So uh, the Fast Company Innovation Innovation Festival, October 22 through the 26th in New York City. Also, if you're just in the smart city or defense technology concepts, uh, in Tampa Bay, uh, the 23rd to the 25th of October, uh, they've got uh, their symposium there. So those ought to be two great tech shows, and uh, we're, we're going to stay abreast on those and, and get back to you on the information that comes out of those. Uh, today, we'll continue to review some of the technologies that we have uh, really demonstrated or talked about on the show. Uh, this is your host, Jose Negron, on Voice America on the T3, the leading technology show today, Tomorrow's Technology. And Alex, uh, what what can folks sh- or what should folks have out there already as far as a technology gadget? From um, technology gadgets that you should definitely have already in your house, um, we spoke about this too in some of our um, past shows, but it's simple. I completely uh, agree that you should have 
Echo or Alex, Alexa in your house. It just makes that smart house better. It's more functional, makes you save money, uh, save um, electricity, and just makes your life easier. Um, there's also some different stuff that you can get um, for a better lifestyle. You can get a Fitbit, which is a watch that takes care of how many steps you, you do, uh, how many calories you're burning. Uh, you also have the Apple Watch, and, and you know you can also do that. Um, they still are coming up with the iPads. iPads are something that is very efficient that you can have. I personally prefer to use my phone or my computer. I, I own an iPad, but I barely use it. I don't know why. It's something that... Um, I just think it's... Uh, I use it on the airplane. Uh, that's where I use it because um, of the small space. My computer okay. is 15-inch well, yeah, screen. So now I've got an iPad with 90-inch screen. So I, it's I more comfortable. A, yeah, it's more comfortable. It's lighter to handle. So that's the reason I use the iPad. Or at night if I'm reading something uh, off the Internet where I don't have to bring my clunky computer. And for me, the iPhone's <laughs> to, even though the large screen, uh, you know, I'm I'm going blind, I guess, and I need a bigger <laughs> font. So everybody, although I must admit, uh, I see more and more seniors using, uh, you know, the electronic reading devices, mm-hmm. uh, you know, books. I'm not quite there. I'm still a paper guy, but I do read uh, various articles. My only complaint about that is how do I mark it up? Because I like to mark up what I read at times to save it. And how do I store it? Those are my two issues. Well, you can I- actually do it. It's a, it's a bit of... Uh- I understand your point because even though I'm from a younger generation, I still like, for example, if I want to read something, if I want to do some research, I like to print it out and highlight it by well, hand I, it's just instead because, of highlighting in my computer. Right. You can still highlight it in Word. Well, I'm not reading for pleasure. I'm reading for right. context, for mm-hmm. some program, for some mm-hmm. knowledge that I need to use later. So it's mm-hmm. always kind of research. So yeah. I always like to mark it up uh, for some reason. It's a, I guess it's a, it's a bit more easier because you have control of it and you have it all in front and uh, the difference uh, between if you have it in word or wherever you're highlighting the information at if it's a pdf or etc it's just going to be of course more organized and i think you have to sc- scroll too much for my yeah. taste too so i'm, a, I'm a, i agree with you in yeah. that um printing although i don't like printing that much because it contaminates <laughs> well remember we're going to do away from paper uh, almost 15 years ago when it happened <laughs> And last What's thing, which is, product? it's something very cute. It's called the Modo Smart uh, mm. Home Fragrance Box. Mm. That's nice. Okay. So it comes like with small boxes, just like when uh, when you do coffee, like small cups. Yeah, yeah. And depending on the smell you want, you plug it in, you put it there, and then you're it's smart. You turn it off, turn it off from your phone. <laughs> I thought it was something really nice. It's kind of like a mood setter. Right? Uh, well, yeah. Well, For could, me, you you could so. probably use it wherever. You know, you like it too. But you can mix scents. You can even customize it. If you like a little bit of citrus with a little bit of flourish, mm-hmm. you mix those two, and then you get your own scent. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, and something that I, I, I'm just going to bring it up just because... And this new list, they're saying that a must-have gadget for 2019 is the Nintendo NES Classic Edition. Wow, yeah. So bringing the classics back. Whatever, I guess it's for certain type of people, but anyways, it's the Nintendo console back to the 1985. 
So well, they brought it back. Brought, uh, they brought it back this year. Remember, we talked about the uh, the gaming industry. We're going to have to get a, a guest on the gaming yeah. industry. That mm-hmm. that whole industry is changing, both from a graphics perspective, computation perspective, the ability to integrate uh, different players from different locations, mm-hmm. uh, and the speed the speed that all that is interacting is critical. And I find it quite fascinating because that's something that we're looking at too as we look at artificial intelligence machine to machine big data analytics the integration of uh, data the various devices you need so the machine world or the uh, gaming world is moving further and further uh, or a lot faster than I I would say that that, virtual reality yeah virtual reality is another one Mm -hmm. that's coming up so we're going to have to take a look at that because there's a lot of uh, uh, offsets, I would say, that yeah. you can uh, take from or learn from that uh, industry to move to different products. And I know uh, uh, different people or different powerhouses, uh, innovation houses are looking at that mm-hmm. type thing. I had an opportunity to talk to Sack Lemniels, IBM, Watson. Uh, it's kind of interesting uh, what they're doing as far as, you know, the big supercomputer, uh, uh, knowledgeable and everything like that. And that's going to be the next approach. Who can beat Watson? And so uh, I was fascinated by that. But, uh, uh, you know, they're bringing that up because of the chess match and they, you Mm -hmm. know, they won all those games. It's interesting because uh, I, I smile because, what are you doing playing games? You need to study. And now, now they have <laughs> degrees in gaming. You know, you can actually make a living in exactly. being a gamer. And make a lot of money. You know, so, uh, if you really invest your intelligence and your knowledge in gaming, yeah. you could make millions of dollars. Yeah. So that it's funny as I look at that. But like, I would always tell you that just like any athlete that's trying to be a professional athlete, mm-hmm. uh, always have a backup because oh, yeah, sure. always have a backup because you never know. I mean, it's, it takes a tremendous amount of effort and, and yes, you want to practice and yes, you want to believe and yes, you want to get there. But, uh, you know, the chances are very small and you need a backup, uh, plan in case you don't make it. And, uh, as I told everybody, uh, that's what's important, important today. Anyway, you were listening to Jose Negron, your host for the T3 show, the leading technology show at Voice of America on the Variety Channel. We've talked about, uh, future technology. Today's show is about innovation and technology. Impact Achieve. Uh, Alex and I had an opportunity to attend the 60th year uh, birthday party for DARPA uh, anniversary. It started in 1958, right after the Sputnik launch, and we talked to the our, our saw presentations of their six major offices there and the ability to integrate some of the future technology innovation, the disruptive technology. They are creating new jobs, new industries, new sciences so that's all to me is very interesting so uh, you know I would suggest that uh, if you're interested in as a scientist or as a technologist as an innovator uh, go look up DARPA there's other uh, communities uh, you've got the HARPA DHS you've got uh, ERPA at uh, Department of uh, Engineer DOE so there's uh, other places you can go but that's those are the houses I would uh, or agencies I would at least try if I was a young scientist or even a, an innovator. 
what I find very interesting. This is a discussion we always have. Does the U as the U.S. falling behind on their engineers from a school to school perspective? The numbers probably yes. However, we we are a creative bunch, and the question is, how do you measure or how many uh, of our, the intellectual property is being developed in mom's bedroom, hmm. mom's garage, yeah. dad's attic, you know, and so forth and so on. So I, I do believe we're creative people, and that's, that's what makes uh, Americans a little bit different. We're not satisfied with what we have. Mm. We're always trying to achieve the, the next uh, adventure. All right. Let's let me uh, just ask uh, Alex. And we talked about the DARPA sixty. What was the most relevant thing you brought or learned when attending the conference? Is there something special? Um, something special. Well, there's so many things special. It's just it's a complete. <laughs> well, I thought the, the one thing that attracted me is you know the ability, the easy approach to talk to the PhDs. Well, that's, that's, uh, and, yeah. and and the subject matter, uh, biomedical engineering, uh, computations. Uh, so that uh, when I saw you interact with the mm-hmm. with uh, various people who attended the conference, that's what I kind of I kind of sat back and smiled as you engage with those people. So it was it was quite a uh, home week. For me, uh, being a DARPA guy from uh, 2001 to 2005, it, it was interesting to listen to them. Uh, I appreciate uh, the gadgets. Uh, let's just go over the list real quick. Uh, some of the gadgets that uh, you, you should consider. Uh, uh, I would only say if you go to some of the uh, key gadgets uh, like uh, the UAV or the drones that uh that are part of our system, Alexa. Uh, you make sure your you know your security is up to speed. Uh, there's uh, I believe Apple's coming up with their new product this week as well, so be aware of that. And then of course uh, you can uh, look up. Just go to Google and type up uh, you know uh, new 2018 products or gadgets. And Alex, um, there's something I forgot to talk about that's interesting regarding security. So Google has the Titan Security Key. Mm-hmm. They've been using it um, since early uh, 2017 with their okay. employees. And um, it's a USB and a Bluetooth base kit that serve as a physical token that must be presented in order to log in with mm-hmm. the information. So um, this is something for people not to get hacked. Okay. And it's something uh, that's very interesting that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And it says not a single one of the 85,000 plus workers have been pinched in the information that they've been working on. Okay. So, and, uh, like I said, I mean, uh, smart homes, uh, you know, the use of Alex, uh, security is always important to me. Uh, so, protecting your camera on your laptop. Exactly. On so, everything. you just be aware of the, that you have to protect yourself. And while the, uh, the electronics and the gadgets are important and you have fun using them, uh, it's uh, the smart home is a great uh, addition to uh, your service or the ability to live ho- at the home comfortably. But it has its uh, its yeah, your uh, smart smart cameras. Yes. Uh, how do you call the the ring? The, the, the I have the ring doorbell yeah, and camera system, and you know mm-hmm. I, I can go anywhere in the U.S. as long as I'm connected to the wireless mm-hmm. internet. Uh, I, I I have uh, pictures of the house, and so I feel protected. And then uh, of course all the other things and benefits you get with smart home but there are some detractors 
years, and you need to be so aware of that. Aware. And that's uh, that's the hacking of it. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, folks, uh, we've talked about most of these technologies on our show, uh, especially robotics, sa- uh, uh, rocket launching or satellite or uh, space activities. So that's going to come up. Um, and so be aware of that. And uh, and and I say go to our podcast and review our, our um, past programs. We've got a minute left. So let me just conclude and, and, and tell you a little bit about us more than anything else. I'd like to thank uh, D. Daniels our executive producer, and of course, my executive assistant, Alexandra Loreno, because uh, Alex uh, makes things happen around here. Uh, folks, don't forget to call in uh, when you can. Uh, we'd like to listen to your questions. We also would like to see your uh, texts or emails to us. The show today was Innovation and Technology Impact Achieve. We talked a little bit about DARPA 60th. We talked about our podcast on Voice America Variety Channel, the Today, Tomorrow's Technology. Go back and look at some of those subject areas. And uh, Alex had a laundry list of uh, new gadgets that you should be aware of. And more importantly, uh, you know, just uh, a moment of silence here for the 9-11. 17 years uh, for 9-11 and uh, pray for the families, uh, new members there. So uh, it's been a memorable day for me. And thank you for listening. This is your host, Jose Negron on Voice of America. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week. 